Live from the heart of Los Angeles, this is at-home edition of the Life Changes Show. With tonight's guest, inspirational workshop leader and founder of My Intent and BOMO, Chris Pan. And musical guest, Aaron Sinclair. I am Mark Lejeur, and now our host, the MC, the Master of Change, Filippo Voltaggio. Talk about conversations that matter. I I am so excited about today's show, and I uh, thanks to our guest and what he is doing, and our musical guest, for that matter. Uh, I was thinking of something that started early on in this part of my life. Back when I came out of the corporate world for one of the top three companies in the world, and I was thinking very much in my head and what to do with the numbers and the this and the that and business and all that stuff. I remember meeting a lady who said uh, something very odd to me. She said something about, she said, I'm in my head. <laughs> I didn't know what that means. Like, where else can you be? Uh, number one. And 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 she says, uh, I said, you know, I've tried that meditation thing, if that's what you're talking about. And and she said, well, y- y- you don't really have to meditate if you really listened to the music that you sing. And I said, what do you mean if I really listen? Of course, I'm listening to the music. I'm singing it. She says, no, really listen to the music that you sing. Listen to the words. Listen to the melody. And I had no idea what she was talking about. But I listened to her, and I, in my head, tried to figure out what is she talking about. I think I should just figure out meditation and and meditate. And, and I think it is a good idea. But at one point, I was sitting at the piano, and I was singing a song, and then I sang it again, and then I sang it again, and by the third time, I broke out crying. And I'm like, why am I crying? And then I thought about the words I was singing, and it just touched my heart, and it spoke to me of something in my past. I don't remember exactly what it was when the first time I came to the realization that I had made, in a sense, that journey we're going to be talking about today of a lifetime from head down to heart, at least for that moment. And I was in my heart and the words were the meditation that the mantra that was getting me to listen, to pay attention, to be in the moment, to be here, to be present, however you want to say it. So our guest has a way of doing this with so many people, for so many people, and more and more people, especially after this show. So I can't wait to get on it with uh, Chris Pan. And a little later on, our, uh, our performance guest is doing something similar. And actually, together with uh, Chris Pan, Aaron Sinclair, with his cello live on the Life Changes Show at Home Edition, right after this. Have you felt inspired to meditate, but you just can't? Do you suffer from anxiety, but fidget toys just make you more fidgety? Want to replace negative self-talk in your head that keeps bringing you down? Introducing the latest self-help solution, Phi Beads. Transformational beaded jewelry inspired by ancient wisdom, science, math, and psychology. All Phi Beads are designed to incorporate the powerful Fibonacci sequence. 
nature's mathematical formula that has shaped our existence from the beginning of time. The Fibonacci sequence, also known as the golden mean or the golden ratio, is recognized by our conscious and unconscious mind and resonates as order out of chaos like we see in plants, flowers, seashells, ocean waves, the pyramids, and in our own body. Not only beautiful, they feel good to wear. Phi beads can help anchor tranquility, positivity, focus, and structure in your life by doing the Phi meditation. Phi meditation helps you harness the power of I am for intention, affirmation, and manifestation. Affirm the life you want. Get your set of Phi beads at phibeads.com. That's Phi, P-H-I, beads.com. You are listening to The Life Changes Show, live from Vortex Dome, L.A., on the BBS Radio Network, with your host, the master of change, Filippo Voltaggio. You can hear tonight's show and all our past shows on our archive page at lifechangesshow.com, which include luminaries such as comedian Michael Collier, actress Gabriella Wright, performing artist James Hood, and author Ken Honda. Email your comments and questions to info at lifechangesnetwork.com, or AskDorothy at LifeChangesShow.com. You can also comment via Twitter at LifeChangesShow and Facebook at The Life Changes Show. I am Filippo Voltaggio, host, online with our producer and co-host, Mark Lejour. I'm so excited for tonight's show. I mean, the, the, these two guests are feel more like extended family to me. Uh, both members of multiple communities, the layers of good that they're bringing to these communities with their talents and their intent separately, individually, and sometimes together. Um, I had the good fortune of participating in a couple of these events, and I'm so excited to be able to shine a light on what they're bringing to, to the community. Well, thank you, Mark, for bringing both to the show. And as a matter of fact, when I was speaking with Chris earlier, he's like, have you talked to Mark about it? Because Mark gets it. I, mean, I know Mark gets it. Mark gets so many things. And I'm so grateful that he's bringing it to the conversation that we can have right now. We have titled, this is our episode 676. We've uh, titled it, The Journey of a Lifetime from Head Down to Heart. And that's inspired by our guest, who's an inspirational workshop leader and creator of Spirit Sundays, My Intent, and Vomo. Chris Pan, welcome to the Life Changes Show. Thank you so much. Uh, it, it, it's um, interesting that uh, you, you heard how I started the show, and it just seemed like you uh, were what this lady had in mind for more people to connect uh, through music. Where did the inspiration of connecting people from their head to their heart through music in this way come to you? I think it was my own journey of... Um of connecting to my own heart and music is such a powerful way to do so. So I just, uh, figured other people would enjoy this, you know, similar process and other people have. So I just keep doing it. So your own journey is, uh, is, uh, obviously, uh, from your head to your heart in a sense that you started in the corporate world as well, right? You started at Facebook. Uh, I started at McKinsey and company and then, uh, PepsiCo, Harvard business school and then Facebook. Yeah. So, so business, business, business. So, uh, d did you think about heart when you were at business or was it business, business, business? It was, um, mostly just getting promoted, making more money. Um, yeah. Until I had a, a kind of a awakening at age 29, 30. And then I realized I wanted to, um, just 
to shift gears? So where you landed is interesting because you say that it, it wasn't, it's not that you were into jewelry per se, but uh, you landed on jewelry with words that inspired people or words that that people resonated with and, and therefore uh, uh, supported their their moment, their growth. Uh, how uh, how did the word experience come to be? Because we're talking about my intent and the whole mm-hmm. jewelry behind it. So I was at a retreat where it was a week long, um, no phones, no laptops, just uh, going inward to connect with our emotional and spiritual selves. You know, there's a belief that um, we have four aspects to ourselves, the physical self, the intellectual self, the emotional and the spiritual. And I'd realized that I spent most of my life on the intellectual and the physical. I'd gone to school. I learned math. I learned science. I learned history. Uh, I took care of my body. I would go work out. But I didn't do much to um, take time to feel what I was really feeling and to acknowledge um, some of the pain maybe that I'd gone through and also to open myself up to joy and to um, you know gratitude, to being present, things like that. And a lot of the exercises we did were going around and just asking ourselves, what are you feeling in the moment? And then uh, upon leaving, you know, what's your intention for your life going forward? And then those were things I hadn't really thought about up until that retreat moment uh, at age 35. And fast forward seven months, someone came into my life and showed me how to make one of these intention bracelets and gave me the tools to do it. And I moved to Los Angeles and I just kept making them for people because I really enjoyed um, hearing the conversations and what people would share with me. And uh, I don't consider them jewelry. I consider them a wearable, a wearable reminder of intention. Mm. And it's a tool to, um, you know, in the way that your watch, right? Your watch tells you the time. You might wear that on your left hand and we all receive time uh, on this planet. And then the bracelet, maybe you wear it on your right hand and it tells you what to do with that time. And it's a North Uh. Star for, um, you know, whatever lesson it is that you're working on, whether it's to have more compassion or whether it's to have more empathy or to let go or to be more resilient, or to just, you know, sing and dance and create more, right? Because a lot of times we get busy and we get distracted and we lose sight of what it is that we're uh, meant to do. So you started something called Spirit Sundays. Yeah, so I gathered, when I moved to Los Angeles, I would uh, host gatherings at my house, you know, 40, 50, 60 people, And we would do some light yoga, some meditation, some movement, um, some singing. And then we'd have a table where people would come and make um, a bracelet. And I'd have friends who would volunteer to staff that table because I was busy running around. And I remember a friend uh, named Sarah Butler, she would always be at the table. And I said, you know, you're not getting paid. Like, why are you always at this table? Um, Feel free to, you know, roam around the house. And she's like, no, 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 but the conversations are the best here. You know, this is when Mm -hmm. people are really opening up and sharing what's really on their heart. And uh, that was like a really big aha moment. And just, you know, people loved um, getting the bracelets. And so the bracelets were uh, a unique offering at these events. I did them for about a year and then I moved. But from that, then I ended up focusing the next, you know, seven years on making bracelets, not necessarily at my own gatherings, but at many other people's gatherings. And then along the way, I kept getting asked to lead workshops and to help people find their intention, even though I've never, to this day, I still don't have a speaker reel, but I've been booked, um, you know, for a lot of different opportunities to share. And it's just been uh, a journey of helping people connect to to their intention. So now uh, fast forward to right now where all of a sudden 
uh, not all of a sudden, but it's building, uh, Vomo is building. Tell us what Vomo is and what is building here. So Vomo is my best attempt at helping people find their intention. Um, a lot of times when I try to help someone find their intention, they don't, they look like a deer in headlights and it's something that maybe they hadn't thought about for a long time. And so the workshops, you know, I started doing six, seven years ago at the very beginning, I would start having people move around and, you know, get present. And, you know, as we sing, we start vibrating we start getting out of our heads and we start, you know, feeling somebody described it as a massage for your inside. And mm -hmm. that really resonated. It's like, oh yeah, like, you know, you can have someone massage your shoulders and the outside, but you know, as you sing, this is really um, a, a very cathartic and very uplifting experience. Uh, also, you know, the songs that I tend to choose have very um, powerful messages. And it's my belief that these messages will come in handy when someone's going through a difficult time, perhaps, and they, you know, something comes on and it, it's like, oh, actually, like maybe this isn't, you know, necessarily what I wanted, but it's actually what I need. You know, that song uh, by the Stones, you don't always get what you want, but you get what you need. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so who knew that, you know, there were such, there's uh, many profound messages amongst um, just pop music. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I, I, am listening to talk about all this and, and, uh, got to watch. And then of course hear Mark share about, uh, personal experiences, experiencing these, and then also knowing, uh, some of what, uh, Colin Martin has done. And I know that you all have done some, uh, he's been part of that, this as well. Um, and I'm thinking where, where does this fit in to business like if you go from journey to from head to down to heart can you go from heart back up to head and bring some of the heart with you i certainly hope so, so i mean I, I think i think what there's a there's a quote that i love which is um the world doesn't need more successful people the world needs more storytellers and healers and lovers of all you know kinds i don't know if you've seen that quote around yeah but i believe that we live in a world that's um shifted too too far in terms of efficiency and, you know, just focusing on profits and an output and not enough on taking care of each other and making sure that we're all supported and feeling um, like we have enough. I mean, if you look around, there's people living in tents and there's you know, people living in mansions and that's uh, not a healthy situation by any means. So I think sometimes after all the work that I've done and the people that I've worked with in this, in this space and the people that I've worked with as far as, life coach and workshops and all that. I, I wonder sometimes how I would be different today if I would go into the corporate world in the same position I had before. Have you ever thought of that? And and if so, what thoughts have you had? I haven't thought of that per se, but I do um, offer, I give a lot of workshops um, in the corporate setting. I'm about to fly up to San Francisco tomorrow to lead a workshop at Poshmark, which is a publicly listed app that helps people um, you know, buy and sell uh, clothing. Um, so I hope that as we bring this offering to different corporations and folks who work in different companies, that they make decisions that are more um, thoughtful of all constituents versus just on the bottom line per se. So then if we go as, as far back as, as you could remember, was there any inkling as a child that, that you would land here because this is a very fascinating place to be not not very many people 
do the journey that you do and and do it successfully and well and and be able to share it articulately so i i'm i'm very interested in that and looking forward to like a couple more years of vomo and and more personal stories and stories of people's experiences to potentially this could be some kind of a blueprint for how we make this journey of a lifetime from head down to heart and heart up to head and 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 wherever else so uh in in the in in your childhood did you say i see myself or someday i'm going to anything like this in high school i uh, was very involved with my church youth group and i considered uh, perhaps becoming a youth pastor at one point um uh-huh. And I would lead song. I'd lead worship every Friday night and some, you know, Sunday mornings. Wow! And uh, so, so that planted a seed early on, and then I ended up um, going a different path through the corporate world, and then now back to, um, you know, back to the music. So, what are some of the stories that people share about the experience? Or let's actually little later it, i'd love for you to guide us through what an experience of of vomo would be would be like but what are some of the stories that people walk away and, and share about vomo and interacting within the experience so probably the most common thing i hear is you know um, someone comes in a bit anxious um, having had a rough week and they leave completely feeling light and free and expansive and happy and joyous so that's a transformation that happens and it reminds me of a word that somebody shared with me um, when I started making bracelets uh, 2014, and the word was poo. And when she shared the word with me, I thought she wasn't taking me seriously, and I was a bit offended. And then she explained, no, no, like, you know, like that feeling you get when you take a nice big poo, like you feel really good. <laughs> and she says, I want to remember to poo both physically as well as emotionally and not hold on to that stress and not hold on to anxiety and all the you know all the negative stuff that we accumulate through the week and i thought that was a really powerful reminder that um you know we take we do that on a physical basis you know we take a bath or we take a shower but um emotionally we're so busy we don't take the time to process our feelings and and you know let stuff go and so i believe that vomo is a weekly practice that people come and they let go of the things that have, you know, bothered them throughout the week. And then they get centered and they can start thinking about how do I want to show up in this coming week? And it's a it's a weekly practice that, um, you know, people have been doing and have uh, I've gotten you know, numerous comments how it's it's uh, been very just life changing. In a one hour session. Yeah. You know, it it makes me it makes me think. So so much of what you say seems natural. Like I get it. It it almost seems like something that some of us might do on a Sunday service, or some of us might do when we get together with friends, or listen to music, or dance, or something like that. It it I know you're building community, and it seems that. Uh, this is actually something that used to be done as community or as part of community, and we've lost it, and now we're needing to refine it, potentially? Absolutely. I mean, people gather in churches and temples and synagogues and other you know, yoga studios all the time. Um, I think this, is, this offering is designed for folks of all different faiths and all different religions to come together 
and we use pop songs that are very, um, you know, you take what you need from it. And, you know, for me, with my intent, I've always had a core belief that it's our role to ask questions, but it's up to each individual to find his or her own answer. And I think part of the beauty of that uh, structure is it allows us to work on something called tolerance, that there are people with different belief systems and that we get to hear maybe, you know, someone with a different belief system. And then we get to work on appreciating a difference that maybe we don't agree with, but, um, but we can appreciate and we can allow that person to be and not judge them and not be like, oh, you're wrong and I'm right. But it's, it's okay that we can have different, you know, we can be different, but we can still be coexisting together. So when people come together and I'm, I'm hearing it's, it's safe and non-judgmental and, and that, that you and you encourage, uh, well, in a sense, play, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we're so serious all the time. You know, we laugh, we play. Um, it's a release. I mean, at, at the retreat I was at called the Hoffman Process, I think it was like day five, um, there was uh, a moment of play. And in that play, I just broke down and cried, and I cried like a lifetime of tears. And it was during the play session, not during the sad sessions, but it was during the play that I was able to shake up stuff, and then the dam just bursted, and it all just came out. But, I mean, when's the last time most of us adults have played? Hmm. Yeah. What do you find as far as, obviously, there are, uh, everybody comes in as an individual, potentially they, they leave feeling like they're more part of a community or a family, uh, which, which would be wonderful if, if they do. And I, I would expect also having, ironically, also a, a stronger sense of self, no? Absolutely. I mean, the whole, um, at the, by the end of Omo, the goal is uh, you figured out your word for the week or your you know, word for the month. And it's a connection to what the next lesson that you're working on is on a spiritual basis. And you know, we're talking things like maybe you want to be, you know, practicing gratitude more or letting go or being present or forgiveness, um, compassion. You know, it's it's like physically we know oh, I want to work on my abs or I want to work on my biceps or I want to work on my cardio. And have we thought about on a spiritual level, what's the lesson that we want to work on? And so through the experience, through the guided VOMO experience, we help people figure out, okay, this is the next lesson that I want to work on on a spiritual level to be a better human. So as I was saying at the top of the show, I, I started to hear the songs that I was also singing when I wasn't sitting at the piano and even when I wasn't singing out loud that I was just singing in my head. And obviously there are some songs that are popular on the radio right now and we hear them all over the place. Uh, but there might be a part of a song or a couple of phrases within a song, or it could be an old song that just keeps coming to our head, for example. And I'd stop myself and say, okay, what am I singing in my head? And what are these words? Because those words might have meaning like they're trying to get my attention. And this is what you are bringing to Vomo, right? Absolutely. Yes. So tell us how that works within that experience. I, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be driving or I'll be swimming and a song will uh, you know, go into my head 
And I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's a hook that we could sing. And then we'll sometimes we'll rewrite the lyrics. Um, one of my favorite ones is from The Killers. There's a um, outro in uh, the song called All the All These Things That I've Done, I believe. Uh, and the original goes, I've got soul, but I'm not a soldier. I've got soul, but I'm not a soldier. And it you know, just repeats that one line over and over. And I heard that and I was like, okay, that's cool. But um, maybe I can say, I will sing, but I'm not a singer. I will sing, but I'm not a singer. Because I needed to get people to realize that um, just because you're not Adele or you're not uh, Michael Bolton, you know, you have a voice and you can sing like we can all we all have voices. And just because you're not, a, you know, in the same way, just because you can't play like Michael Jordan doesn't mean you don't go and you know play some pickup basketball. Nice. And because um, it's good for you. Right. And, you know, we've then written um, I will dance, but I'm not a dancer and I will uh, mm. play, but I'm not a player. You know, I will heal, but I'm not a healer. You know, it's it's a rebellious a rebelliousness against labels. You know, as we get older and older, people like to put labels on each other. Oh, you're this, you're that. And we can be anything we want to be. Right. And maybe we're not the best. Maybe we're not professional. But if we want to paint, then we can be a painter. You know, and maybe we're not professional painters, but maybe that's what feels good for the soul. And so that song was uh, I rewrote the lyrics to give people permission and encouragement to do whatever feels good, even if they're not, you know, the professionals, even if they're not Michael Jordan, they can still pick up a ball and go shoot some hoops. Nice. And actually you're, you're bringing in a distinction here that I actually wanted to land on eventually. And here we are. And that is, so, so the journey of a lifetime from head down to heart, we're not, we're not saying that we, we just have a heart. We also still have a head and there's some kind of balance there. So when we talk about uh, the the professional business world and then VOMO, which doesn't seem like a business thing, but you do bring it into business, it's technically can be at some point all one thing. It's, I don't know what you call it, maybe like life. <laughs> I'm trying here. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if if someone is depressed, they're probably not going to be a very good employee, uh-huh. right? So, if there's someone that feels whole and they feel good and they're grateful and they're present, they're probably going to be a much better employee, right? In the same way, like if you think about a person, right? Intellectual, physical, spiritual, emotional. If they have a lot of stuck emotion, then it, all it takes is an email that maybe if they were in a better mood, the email would be totally fine. There'd be a constructive criticism, right? But around that person, they're, you're like walking on eggshells. And so, um, or they're, they're constantly distracted. They don't get anything done. So I'd like to think that if someone was feeling healthy all around, in the same way, you know, if somebody had a stomach pain or somebody, you know, had a physical element, you'd want them to be, um, you want them to fix that and they'd be healthy. So I think we need to take people holistically, especially after the pandemic, after the mental health um, crisis that we've all experienced with the isolation and the fear and the loneliness. You know, we need to take care of people. And VOMO is a wellness activity in the same way that, you know, we think of yoga, we think of meditation. It's a different modality that is meant to help connect people to their spirit. I love it. I love it. I look forward to experiencing it in person someday. And and uh, when we come back, I, I'd like to walk through, walk us through, if you would, uh, a little bit about what we could expect and potentially what someone could do. Like already, you've given given so many hints. 
uh, kind of like when people say meditate, it, it is cool to meditate in a group. It is cool to do yoga in a group. But they can do meditation by themselves. They can do yoga by themselves. They can do this by themselves. And maybe at some point there'll be some kind of practice that you put out there for everybody formally to to, to do because not everybody thinks this way. So you're thinking this way. So um, what what somebody could do to start by themselves, you know, for themselves uh, to experience some of what you have to offer. And 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 maybe if you have um, actually, let me ask you this now. Do you do this on Zoom, too? Can you do it into Zoom? Yeah, sure. We could try. Yeah. I kind of, I, I, I kind of like that idea. Um, that's interesting. But uh, I'm so much about bringing people together in community physically, and 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 especially now that we're able and to do it, uh, to experience everything else that comes from it. So I look forward to hearing what you, um, ha- having you guide us through that when we come back. Our uh, performance guest is going to guide us through an improvisation with his cello, which you probably have not, well, most people haven't heard improvisation on cello before. He's got a great story as to why he chose the cello, so I look forward to talking with our uh, guest, Aaron Sinclair, uh, when he performs a little later on. And we also have our Ask Dorothy segment coming up. So more with Chris Pan. And if you're uh, interested in Vomo, you could also uh, go to vomo.me, V-O-M-O dot me. And there you'll also learn about uh, Chris as well. Uh, you can go to Instagram and find Vomo.me on Instagram. We'll be right back with all of that on the Life Changes Show at Home Edition right after this. The Little Dog That Could is the fantastically true story of a man and a little dog that came into his life as his mentor to help him understand the world beyond his human senses and to experience life, love, and healing beyond his human understanding. Best-selling author Filippo Voltaggio, who currently hosts the highly regarded Life Changes Show, is an internationally known singer, speaker, and life coach. Filippo offers up his own story, how one little surprise package in fur and four legs transformed his life unexpectedly forever and furthered his path of self-discovery. In The Little Dog That Could, Filippo brings to life the meaning of the adage, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Through the reading of this book, you will experience the journey of real miracles that transcend time, space, and logic while gaining practical tools that will help you navigate your way. The Little Dog That Could is available through Amazon and Barnes & Noble. For more information, visit thelittledogthatcould.com. That's thelittledogthatcould.com. Listening to the Life Changes Show live from Vortex Dome LA with your host, Filippo Voltaggio. You can visit us online at lifechangesshow.com, via Twitter at Life Changes Show, and Facebook at the Life Changes Show. Are back. This is the journey of a lifetime from head. Down to Heart is the name, the title of this episode with our interview guest, inspirational workshop leader and creator of Spirit Sundays, My Intent, and Vomo. And obviously, as you've already heard, so much more. Welcome back, Chris Pan, to the Life Changes Show. So Vomo stands for? Voice movement. And the dot me stands for dot meditation. Ah, nice. And it comes from... Um, 
a quote that uh, in tribal societies, if somebody was depressed or in despair, the shaman would ask one of four questions. When's the last time you danced? When's the last time you sang? When's the last time you sat in silence? And when's the last time you were enchanted by a story? And these are our natural medicines that uh, there's some dance and movement out there, but there's barely any group singing that's accessible to most people. And so um, that's a lot of the need that we're addressing is I, is I want to make this accessible to everyone. You know, and it's, it, it's interesting. These songs, uh, a lot of the ones you've already referenced, and, and I, I know some that you've already used in your uh, VOMO experiences, they're known uh, by the nature of how the music industry has influenced the world right now. They're known throughout the world. So people that don't speak English can still be a part of this because they Absolutely. probably know the American songs, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Truly bringing people together from all walks of life. So, and, and sometimes we just do tones. We don't necessarily even have to have words. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, so just take us through a couple of minutes, if you would, of, of what it's like to be in this experience. I think we usually come in, um, you know, the, the first one we did, uh, the soft launch, we started with um, In the Air Tonight. And the lyrics go, I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Mm. And as we were singing that, I would have half the group sing, the other half of the group just start, you know, put their hand on their heart and just tap into what they're feeling. Because we don't do that. You know, we're always so busy and we're distracted scrolling on our phones endlessly. Just taking a moment. Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling grateful? Are you feeling um, nervous? You know, just tap into the feeling. And then we like to do some shaking, uh, twist and shout, shake it off, you know, just to start to move the energy, just to kind of let go of what doesn't serve us. And then we'll go into something like um, let it all go or we'll do um, burn. And it's, you know, what do you want to let go of? Right. As we go on the journey, we're carrying a lot of excess emotional baggage. We can let that all go. Then we might drop into something like you can't always get what you want, but you get what you need. And then we might flip it to what do you need? And then we might go into just a little patience by Guns N' Roses, just a little patience. And then we might be like just a little kindness, just a little compassion, just a little forgiveness. Right. It starts that we start to prompt people to think about, OK, how do I want to show up as my best self? Then we might um, have more of a meditation and then Aaron might do some beautiful work on the cello where people really go in and, uh, you know, find their, you know, I'll guide them through finding their intention for, you know, their next chapter. And then we might end with um, like, thank you by data, like thank you, you know, acknowledging each other in the room for holding the space and for playing together. Um, thank you for giving me the best day of my life. And then we might end with um, We Are Young by um, Fun. <laughs> Fun tonight yeah. We Are Young. And, and I always like to leave people thinking about how will they serve and make a difference. You know, we're so blessed um, in America here. You know, the fact that we have what we have, you know, we've already won the lottery. And how can we be um, a light in the world? And then, uh, you know, it might be like, where's the love? Um, you know, all, all sorts of tunes that we could throw in there. So... Uh, with the Zoom idea, I could see so so much of this also uh, taking effect. And then if somebody were doing this at home by themselves or with their family or with their friends, uh, at, at, at some point it'd be interesting to get like a playlist from you or something, but uh, uh, to support that. But 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 changing the like you're you're giving permission to like play 
dance, sing, even if you're not a singer per se, right? And uh, and then uh, allow oneself to just like sing it out and 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 hear, feel what they're singing, right? Help people find their voice. Um, we actually have a recording of the very first soft launch on SoundCloud. So if they wanted to oh. sing along at home, it's already there on YouTube. If you type in my intent Vomo, you'll see um, an almost an hour long workshop that I did. It's fully there. You can nice. do it um, from the comforts of your living room. Uh, and we're going to be creating more um, audio tracks as well as videos for people to do at home on their own. Oh, there it is. There it is. Okay, so Vomify. Yeah. Vomify means to simplify so that someone, because one of the barriers to singing is I don't know the lyrics. I don't know most lyrics to most songs, but uh, we just focus on the hooks. And then sometimes, you know, I'll take a song like um, Shut Up and Dance by um, uh, Walk the Moon and I might rewrite the lyrics. So it says, get up and dance. And instead of saying, um, she's my destiny, I might say this moment is our destiny. You know, so I might take a song that might be more of a love song, but then I might change it to be more of a song about community and getting up and, you know, dancing together. And so I, I, I tend to vomify stuff just to simplify and make it so people because, you know, the reality is a lot of songs were written by professional singers who can memorize a lot of lyrics and who are talented uh, in that way. Like, like put it this way, most people can't slam dunk just because you can't slam dunk like Michael Jordan doesn't mean you shouldn't play basketball. We do. We just need to simplify the moves. You know what I mean? So Vomo is we're just making it accessible and making it simple for people to do. And, and that's something I learned from my time at Facebook. Um, you know, if you think about what Facebook did 10 years ago was most people couldn't build a personal blog to put their photos and put their information. Right. Mm-hmm. And so Facebook made it super easy to upload photos and to you know tell people what you're up to. They made they, they reduced the barrier for all that. And so same with Vomo is we're reducing the barrier to people singing by making the lyrics um, super easy, by making the melodies easy, and just repeating the same thing so that people get into a flow state. It's like a chant. And by the way, people have done this in cultures all over the world, right? Think about kirtans, think about um, chants. We're just doing a modern-day top 40 kirtan. (laughs) Nice. And, And then we throw some movement in because it feels good. So, you know, some of the moves, you might be like, oh, I think I've seen that in Kundalini Yoga. I've seen that in some other. But, you know, it's all just movement, right? So we're just barring or we're, we're just, you know, doing what works to get people to a flow state that allows them to feel joyous, to feel, you know, uh, uplifted and release what they don't need. And ultimately, they're connected to their intention and they're a better person. So it was interesting when we were talking earlier, I was uh, taking notes and, and I was looking through my notes uh, afterwards and I and I saw that at heart, that at heart, that at heart. And he said heart a lot. So tell us about the whole heart connection here before we go. The heart connection. Well, so 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 the da 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 was like, listen to your heart follow your heart. You know, it was always, uh, as always, you were bringing it back to heart. And I thought, so somewhere here between, and like you even said, I'll, I'll tell you what's not heart. And I, and I think that's, that might be the easier, you know, like they have that quote that's like a fish doesn't know what water is or something. There's a, there's a famous quote, but like until it's out of water or something like my parents wanted me to be a doctor and I went to med school for three weeks and I dropped out because my heart, like, like my head was like, Hey, it's really cool. You know, it's um, job security and you're doing good for the world. So my head was really into it, but my heart wasn't there, but mm-hmm. my heart was in somewhere else. Like I, I like the idea of helping people, 
but it just wasn't my thing. And so that's the difference between I think head and heart. It's like head, there's a lot of logic and rational rationalization, and it all makes sense. But I think we're all, you know, a unique creature. It's, it's like a squirrel's meant to climb a tree and a bird's meant to fly, right? But if we don't get our own path right, others can't tell us. They can try to be like, oh, I think you might want to climb up that tree, but we have wings and we might be flying or, or the opposite. And so I think listen to your heart just means follow your own intuition, follow the path that you're meant to have rather than, um, you know, what other people want or what you think, you know, is the, you know, what society tells you you should be doing. But I think some of the most interesting stories are people who've done unconventional things, but, um, but follow their heart. Nice. Well, obviously something's working for you and, uh, this, uh, this VOMO experience is, uh, taking off more. As a matter of fact, uh, you are doing it in different parts of the state or the country already. Cause definitely the state, we know that, but. Uh, yeah, we, we're doing it mostly around LA, but I'm flying to San Fran for corporate um, opportunity and there's, uh, going to be more, um, you know, opportunities that are popping up. So, yeah, and as things yeah. open up more, of course. So, uh, very exciting. So, uh, good on you. And again, it making it easy. Vomo.me, right? V O M O. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? Vomo. Voice movement. Meditation. I couldn't fit the S in, but we sprinkle in some stories for sure. <laughs> and then uh, on Instagram, it's also Vomo.me. Not me. Yeah, mm -hmm. simple as that. Chris, uh, a pleasure. And again, look forward to uh, getting to know you more and meeting you in person and getting to experience Vomo myself and all, all the people within uh, the, the community that does this because it's it just I, I see smiles and I see uh, embracing and, and there, there's so much more that happens, right? Absolutely. It's, uh, it's an experience. And, and so it is. So uh, once again, big thank you to you, Chris thank you. Pan and Vomo.me, where you can learn more. Uh, thank you so much. And there's that. All right, Chris, have all the best to you. Thank you. Uh, and with a big thank you to Chris, we have our Ask Dorothy segment. Actually, before the Ask Dorothy segment, I wanted to drill down a little further on what Chris was talking about. Greg Braden teaches that self-regulation is the most powerful technique for adjusting your nervous system and for releasing anxiety. And when you drop into your heart, like Chris was talking about, it's one of the most profound ways of shifting your your state of being. And uh, they do that so well in their uh, in their events. So I wanted to bring that in. I really appreciate that he uh, has built that into their practice. Dear Dorothy, this is Mary from San Diego. I have been following you for a long time and find your view of life fascinating. I have spoken to you of the man I am engaged to and have assisted me understanding, and you have assisted me in understanding that even those we love the most often have a different way of expressing their love to us. I'm absolutely doing the very best I can to become better and better every day in every way. However, it appears that no matter how hard I try, my fiance easily finds many, many ways that I could do things better. He challenges my thoughts, my words, and my actions, and I find it difficult, except for sex, to maintain my joy in my personal time with him. When I express my feelings and emotions, I often feel he is not listening and doesn't understand me. It often appears that we speak different languages. What can I do differently to be heard? Dear Mary, 
It is good to connect with you again. Relationships can be difficult and often become reactionships with very little relating involved. I have discovered that very few minds think alike, and I intuit that this may be what is going on here. Many people believe that pointing out what our loved ones could and should do differently is love. And so if that is what your fiancé has been taught, this may be the reason for his constantly challenging you. I highly recommend that you take some time to write about what love means to you. And then it would be a good time to have a deep conversation with him about what love is in your mind. During this conversation, you can determine if your idea of love and his are on the same page. And if your thoughts align, that is great. If they don't, then I lovingly urge that you see a relationship specialist or me once again as quickly as possible because it is vitally important to relate in a relationship. And if your thoughts are not aligned, this is a blueprint for an interesting future. Please keep in touch and let me know if I can assist you further in this situation with a session or two with you both. Thank you, Dorothy. And if you have a question for Dorothy, please write her at AskDorothy at LifeChangesShow.com. And we'll be right back with our performance guest, Aaron Sinclair, on the Life Changes Show at Home Edition right after this. There are self-help seminars costing thousands of dollars guaranteeing miraculous transformations. There are compelling speakers and life-changing weekend experiences where you can walk on fire. They all deliver revelations that guarantee you'll come back for the more expensive revelations filled with even greater wonder next month on Fiji. We get addicted to positive, heartfelt, expensive theater. What we really need is a jumpstart, an awakening. Someone who can give us a reminder that everything we need lies within. Through inspiration and practical knowledge, Dorothy Donahue helps people get grounded and motivated, inspired and energized. It's not just words and affirmations and the power of intention. It's a mindset brought about by a tangible, transcendental experience, an audiovisual, physical, spiritual experience that helps us realize we transform ourselves. We get tools to become the conscious co-creators of lives of unlimited potential. Find out more. Go to DorothyDonahue.com. Life Changes Show is a premier radio show presented by the Life Changes Network, which is a company whose team has dedicated their lives not only to positive change, but to helping others observe and embrace, honor, and even celebrate their own changes, thus enabling a more positive, inspired life and helping to create a more positive and inspired world. From everyday people, celebrities, corporate giants, and children, we are here to help and to serve with heart, integrity, and experience We bring our message and positive intent into your lives through the Life Changes Show, lifechangesnetwork.com, and through guest appearances on other inspiring shows and events. If you wish to learn more about Life Changes Life Coaching, a private consultation with one of us, corporate or live event appearances, or if you would like us to appear on your radio or TV shows, please email us at info at lifechangesnetwork.com. I am Filippo, and our performance guest is a cellist, a composer, and a visual artist. Welcome, Aaron Sinclair, to the Life Changes Show. 
Greetings. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Greetings. Hello. We definitely can hear you. <laughs> and uh, and looking forward to listening to your music. But before we get into the music, uh, why why the cello? Oh, my gosh. It's a, it's a loaded <laughs> question. It's a, why not the cello? Uh, no. So the, the cello, first of all, it's one of the most, if not the most, immersive instrument that you can play. You're hugging it as you're playing it. As you're playing the C strings, the vibrations are going against your chest. You know, you're constantly walking around with it on your back. It's like your best friend everywhere you go. And then, like, if you get to, the opportunity to play in an orchestra, you know, you have violins to your right, violas to your left, woodwinds and brass behind you, percussion behind you. Uh, and you're at the center of, like, this, you know, sonic, uh, you know, circle, sonic cocoon of all this amazing sound. Uh, and so the cello for me has been, like, this this amazing uh, gateway to not only express myself, but to just be constantly immersed in, in sound. That's why everyone tells me I'm so chill all the time. Uh, mm -hmm. And I believe it's because of the cello. And good I'm not joking. You. Not joking. No joke. <laughs> good, good on you. Uh, uh, so, uh, so, cause I'm, I'm picturing, uh, I'm picturing all of this and I, I've never thought of it that way, like, you know, hugging, hugging the instrument and feeling the vibrations. And and I'm thinking, wow, you're having an experience that that we normally don't. Uh, and somehow it feels like through your music, you're wanting us to have an, a, a similar experience. Am I getting that right? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, that's that's the goal with, I would say, like large orchestral playing. But just as an individual player, I think to be able to immerse the audience in just in just tones, no, you know, no words or and sometimes, you know, not even like a, a typical song. Maybe it could be Bach or it could be just like holding out a G note the like for 30 minutes. Um, there's something so inherently immersive about the instrument and, and also maybe because it's you know closest to the human voice. Um, it, 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 it's almost uh, another, I feel like I'm kind of expressing, uh, you know, thoughts that we can't do through language, uh, mm -hmm. through all the tones that I, uh, that, that I can make on the cello. Um, so, so yeah. And, and then, uh, so we took the, uh, Vivaldi storm, uh, video that you made and posted that on the webpage, uh, for you. Uh, and it's kind of like the visual component of this. You actually go in the middle of a storm and play the storm from Vivaldi. So you, you're, you're bringing it all together as much as you can with all the senses. Uh, so good on you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Take, taking music to a whole other to a whole other level, which which is why this all ties in so beautifully also with what we were talking about before with Chris and, and Vomo. Uh, so uh, let's let's hear a piece and then we'll we'll get to talk some more. What what are we going to hear first? You know, I always like to start playing cello with a little bit of improvisation. It's like, you know, you've invited me to this amazing show. You know, I'm your guest, you know, and, you know, I don't want to start just spewing controversy. You know, I want to I don't want to say, like, I don't like apples It like the cello. I, I got to ease you into the cello, in other words. So I'm going to play a little bit of light improvisation and I hope you enjoy it. OK, well, here is Aaron Sinclair live, actually online on the Life Changer show with cello improvisation. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you for that. You know, Aaron, you're living up to what I was just reading about you earlier today. Aaron uh, seeks to spread awareness of social causes, uh, music, the instrument, uh, the cello, and also of the unsung beautiful exchanges that exist in Mother Nature. So your CD, you have a CD that is Notes of Nature, right? Notes of Nature. Uh, I like to describe it as like it's a thousand year journey of basically music that existed from different cultures and modern composers and how they interpreted nature uh, within their respective traditions. Um, and so there's a couple of my original compositions, but mostly as uh, I grew up a classical musician, so the majority of the time you're playing classical music. Um, but I found a deep love of arranging some of that music and, you know, through meeting some of my friends and through going into other genres of music, I've met so many other people and got to experience so, so many amazing cultures. And that's, that's also why I've kind of stuck to the cello. It's just been this amazing gateway and accessible, uh, gateway towards, you know, discovering other cultures and learning about different traditions. Um, and so, yeah, no, uh, this album is, is just highlighting, uh, the people I've met and uh, what I've learned uh, about how we um, can basically take care, take better care of, of the earth, but also um, how we've been inspired by the earth through our art uh, for the last thousand years. Nice. Nice. So that's Notes of Nature. And then you also have an upcoming e EP uh, with electronic cello. And so learn all about that at uh, AaronSinclairMusic.com. Actually, you can go to Linktree, AaronSinclair.Music, and see all of his links there and his uh, all of his CDs and, and Spotify. Everything's there. So uh, that's at Linktree, Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, Sinclair, S-I-N-C-L-A-I-R.Music. And, and Aaron... You know, uh, you, you have a great story for w why you picked the cello. Also, uh, I, I wrote it down as one, two, three. One and two are great, and, and I believe them. Number three, though, uh, if you remember what that is, if you can't talk about it on this show, I don't know of a show you can talk about it on. So I'd love for you to talk just for a minute. Can I? Can I? Yeah, 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 of course. But you know what I'm talking about. Oh, of course, of okay, course. Okay, so go. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So here's the scoop. Really quickly, the first two reasons why I played the cello, one, because of a girl. Two, because uh, my friend made the soccer team and I didn't, and he played cello, and so I have to beat him at soccer instead, or at cello instead. Uh, and the third reason being in sixth grade, I there was a circle, uh, a, a teacher brought started introducing classical instruments to the school district that I was at. And it's kind of like a more like a show and tell kind of a thing. And I had never heard of the word cello. Of course, I've heard violin. And for some reason, I heard viola. And in my head, the word cello popped up. You want to play the cello. You need to play the cello. And I hadn't started telling that story until a couple of years ago um, because it just kind of sounds ridiculous. Um, but that's... Uh, upon reflecting on it, um, 
yeah, it's 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 I I don't know how to explain it, but it's I, I'm I feel very lucky. Well, it sounds perfectly perfect to me, uh, and and thank you for sharing it. Uh, and I, I'm excited since you're since you're you're sharing it now. It, it'll be interesting how that story develops if you if you come to hear other people having similar experiences. You know what I mean? And 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 like if there's an, a development to it. But already, what has developed is this beautiful cello music that we all get to enjoy, and that would be enough. Uh, so uh, if there's more, it's just icing on the cake. But uh, we get to hear more. So what are we going to get to hear now? Awesome. I just wrote this yesterday. It's called what? Yes. It's called Hidden Valley Hidden River Valley. That's what it's called. Wow. Uh, yes. And I'm very excited to play it. I really believe in just the cello and its pure tone. And this is it's a it's kind of a journey not only through this valley of rivers, but through the cello. Wow. Well, here is a universe premiere uh with our performance guest, Aaron Sinclair, performing a piece he just wrote yesterday, Hidden River Valley, live on the Life Changes Show at Home Edition. Thank you. 
Aaron. <laughs> Aaron Sinclair. Thank you. Hey. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. Oh, a my time. gosh. Aaron Sinclair. Go to Linktree and put in Aaron Sinclair dot music. You know, I've been away out of town for most of this year. And as things have been opening up, I've been hearing Mark share. I went to this. I went to this and I met this guy. I saw this and I'm like, that sounds like so much fun. Now it's, I'm getting to experience both you and Chris. And I'm like, oh, I've missed this town and can't wait to connect all all again uh, with everybody. So look forward to meeting you too and, and hearing you in person. I'm going to spell Aaron Sinclair. It's A-A-R-O-N Sinclair, S-I-N-C-L-A-I-R dot music. Find him on Linktree, uh, Instagram, uh, and and where his music, uh, everywhere his, his music is. So a pleasure. Thank you so much. I had such a fun time. Thank you. Once again, a big thank you to Aaron Sinclair and a big thank you to Chris Pan. And that is our show on behalf of our executive producer, Dorothy Lee Donahue, and our producer and co-host, Mark Lejour. I am your host, Filippo Voltaggio, reminding you as your life changes like I know ours did tonight, we're here for you. Ciao, everyone. You have been listening to The Life Changes Show on the BBS Radio Network. Listen live every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Time and visit us online at lifechangesnetwork.com, on Facebook at The Life Changes Show, and on Twitter at Life Changes Show. Join us again next week as we consciously explore and embrace the only constant, Life Changes. The Life Changes Network is an entertainment network. The views and opinions expressed are those of the guests and participants and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Life Changes.